Okay, guys, I'm so excited for the guest today. I'm literally piddling myself. When I say she's not a regular mom, she's a cool mom, I mean it. It's Heidi D'Amelio from the TikTok superstar family empire. I would say she's the matriarch of TikTok. And I'm so excited to have her on. And in the meantime, come see my live stand-up tour, the House Broken Tour. I was just in Indianapolis last weekend. So much fun. I'm in West Nyack this weekend, East Hampton the following week, going to Texas end of August, Kansas City, New Jersey, Buffalo, Nashville, New York City, Arizona, Irvine, Orlando, Tampa, Raleigh, Maryland. Get tickets at hannahburner.com. Time to enjoy the episode with Heidi. I'm the least funny in the group, but I have a really, (laughs) really funny family and they can't be funny online because people don't get sarcasm. And I wish we would normalize sarcasm again. Not bullying, not being mean, being like, we also- You are preaching to the choir, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Burning What's up, guys? Welcome to Burning in Hell. You're not going to believe who I have on this podcast. I can't believe it either. She is a superstar. She's the matriarch of um, the digital landscape of the world. And I'm not, don't take this lightly. I am with Heidi D'Amelio. Welcome to Burning in Hell. Thank you so much. That was quite an intro. Thank you for having me. I just let it flow naturally. I'm very excited to have you on. I'm so happy. Burning in Hell is where we talk to people about their demons. And I'm so interested in you and your family. And I also love a motherly energy. I think moms are the backbone of society. So <laughs> I'm here for that. You have a lot of ex- you have a lot of exciting things going on. You have a podcast. You have a Hulu TV show of your family coming out. Two years ago, did you see this being your life? No. How, how could anybody prepare for this? You know, maybe, maybe as as a parent, you you know, just what what the girls were doing. Uh, you know, Charlie would dance, and Dixie was always, you know, she grew up singing, and so I thought mm-hmm. maybe you know they may find some success in those fields, passions, or whatever. And so you see that for your kids, never. For myself, <laughs> I, Mark has always been, um, you know, famous in his own eyes. <laughs> He's like, I've always been famous, just nobody else knew it. So um, that, you know, I like, of course, you know, but no, not for myself. You know, I'm, I'd rather be in the background and be the cheerleader and all that. But yeah, this is pretty wild ride we're on for sure. It's funny because I was reading some articles how Charlie was talking about at some point, like the numbers are just numbers and it's hard to even fathom the amount of people that are like viewing and commenting on your family. And as someone in reality TV, it's almost like you've been living your own reality TV in a way, but are you excited to have a TV show to be able to have people see you in a different light instead of just the like short videos they take? Yeah. I mean, that was the whole reason for it, because I feel like with these short videos, people, it's not enough for people to really get to know us. So they make Mm -hmm. up their own idea of who we are, which is not always positive. 
So that mm-hmm. was why um, we wanted to do it. It's just like to see the flip side of 15 second videos and what our life is really like and who we are. And we're probably more the same than different. <laughs> I think. Mm. That's cool. But I also feel like you guys aren't necessarily going on to be like, oh, look, we're this perfect family. Oh. Like you're. No, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's but you want to show just authentically like real shit and not yeah, what people just sure. make up. And and I feel like it's it's a docu series, so it's just literally documenting our life. Which some people are like, this is gonna be so boring, but it's definitely different than you might expect. I think people are gonna be really mm. surprised. I- I'm so excited for people to see it because I feel like. There was a lot that was filmed that was not easy. And I think when you mm. do the hard stuff and you really sort of put yourself out there and are comfortable with it and proud of it, then you're excited for people to see it. And that's what I am. I, I, Ooh, look at that tease. I love that. I also feel like it's it's nice when people go on TV not just to be like, oh, um, everyone wants to be like me. I'm so cool. I'm on TV. And instead, they're like, have this platform to show like something more about family. And um, I want to warm you up with a little game about your family. (laughs) So this is between you, Charlie, Dixie and Mark. Okay. Who is the messy one? Dixie. By far. (laughs) Creative. Who's the moodiest? Like morning doesn't want to be talked to. Dixie. Dixie. Yeah. (laughs) Who is the silliest? Mark, by far. We love Mark and his um, main character energy, yes, as the kids call yes, it. Yes. Who is the workaholic? I feel like Mark, Dixie, and Charlie are equally, probably Mark. I would say Mark. Mark will work, you know, into the night. Like, he, does, he doesn't have, like, time and ending mm-hmm. work doesn't exist for him. So, and he's always been like that. So, he, he might nap in the day, but he'll pull mm-hmm. an all-nighter to get it done. So definitely Mark. Who is always late? Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Dixie of my family. That's why I'm laughing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Who's the most sarcastic? Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Who's the best cook? <sighs> okay. This is not a simple answer. I would say all of us will say we are. Mm -hmm. Dixie's really good. She's creative. Mark is really good. He's creative. Charlie will admit, like, I'm learning. I Mm -hmm. am consistently, I've consistently cooked dinner five to six nights a week for the last 20 years, minus two years since all this craziness. So Mm -hmm. consistency, I win. Mark's or his plating will win every time. It doesn't always... He's good. He is a very good cook, but it's like always looks prettier than it actually is. They'll debate me, but I, it's a, that's a tough. I'm going to say me. Just because I, I put in the hours. Yes, yeah, you are the consistent, sustainable. <laughs> we don't care about the fancy stuff. We need the calories to. S- anyway, yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> Who is the shyest? Charlie. Oh, okay. It's so funny that Charlie was like the breakout of the family. And I remember I discovered Charlie because my mom was like, have you heard of this girl, Charlie? She's an incredible dancer. And my like my my mom, who 
is you know 55 and was just like looking at all the talent was just like this girl i can't stop watching her she's incredible and, and it's it makes me so freaking mad that your family gets hate because it's like i was on a reality tv show i was involved in drama people have their opinions relationships i get it how is a girl who's just dancing to like entertain people gonna get like hate about her as a human anyway this is just me venting yeah. as a parent like my mom hates when i get like unnecessary bullying online how have you emotionally been able to handle it um I've come a long way in a very short period of time I was yeah. you know I, I don't know it's hard as a mom to see people attack your kids for nothing and it used to just bother me like on a whole and then and then I started sort of like okay so you have all these people that don't know her or Dixie, they don't know them. They're just commenting. They're trying to get their comments to be viral. It's the people like adults mm. that are in this business that are, you know how hard it is and how like, that's a lot. And then I think the other part is like people from our hometown that hurts too. It's like, those are your neighbors. Like, come on. So it was very hard for me. Now I honestly, I don't even really look at it. Uh, I don't, I don't, it's, I, it's just better for me if I don't, but I also knew whenever I would try to clap back online, um, the girls <laughs> like, um, it just makes it worse. Cause then that, it makes, it always better. makes it worse. And it's so hard. Cause as a talker, I always want to say, like, not be mean, but speak my piece yeah. and be like, no, yeah. that's not how it went down or no, that's not what I meant. But like, it just feeds the beast. Yeah. And it's interesting that you brought up because I got on TV and I had a qu pretty quick transition of being a normal person who would go through my DMs and respond to anyone who like liked my jokes. And then in two years, I didn't realize like you actually can't go into that stuff anymore. But you guys so quickly became in a different world and it's your like your small town in your neighborhood it you're the suddenly this family that is universal <laughs> and it changes the dynamic of things like it's just so funny how when people get famous you just hear everyone wants to be famous but then you just hear them complain a lot about the negative shit but like it's crazy the negativity that comes yeah and that was something um that we always are very conscious of like we don't want people to to, to put the impression out there that we're like mm -hmm for us. Like we understand yes. we are extremely fortunate to be in the position we're in. And there is, you know, so many positives to it. And which is why we're still doing it. If it were that bad, yeah. we wouldn't be doing it. Yeah, you could disappear. But instead, you're like, I'm going to show people more of me. Um, like, I, you, I just like, I think it's for people who want to do this and get into social media and grow their platforms, like, just be aware. And that's the part where we're like, so just so you know, there is this whole other dark side to it. And you yeah. should know about yeah. that because I didn't, yeah. sure, we sure didn't realize. Well, especially because it's not just you, it's your young girls who yeah. would have never been like had that kind of attention or that kind of criticism. But um, I did some research. I know you growing up, like you were a model, personal trainer, and your husband also had his own business. Yes. Do you... And now like your family has become its own business. Do you have any entrepreneurial advice for people? Because I feel like you guys have entrepreneurship in your veins. Yeah. I mean, we're always been willing to take the risk. 
not in a way that it's going to, you know, mess up. And this is before, so, you know, this whole social media thing, just like <laughs> take risk where, you know, okay, well, we could still pay our bills and we could still take care of everything we need to, but this is going to be risky, um, but we're not going to, you know, we'll still be able to pay our mortgage, <laughs> but we're always willing to take that risk because we could see, you know, if we put the work in long-term, what that would mm-hmm. potentially look like. So, and, mm-hmm. and even with the girls, we, I think that's why they, anytime they would say, you know, especially Dixie, she wanted to try everything when she was a kid singing. She started when she was three in theater and she's done that for most of her life that never wavered, but other things she tried softball. And like, I think most parents will throw their kids into whatever and whatever stuck, then she would do that. And it would, we would do it for longer. And she got really into BMX racing, but we were, we were really in willing to double down on it. All right, you want to go, let's get the bike. Mark would build her bikes. He was a BMX racer. So he would build her bikes and cool. Like let's, travel let's make it fun for our family and you know we were all about which racetrack had the best snow cones and like like we would just make it more (laughs) of a thing and we weren't scared to try whatever that was whether it was something the kids wanted to try charlie was on a dive team for a while and it was just like random stuff but we look back on that and it was so much fun but even in business um i got into photography and that was scary because i was just i had just been at home and it was something i wanted to do on the side and i did it and I wasn't the biggest. I'm still, and I was always very clear. I'm still learning. I'm not the best, but I will, we'll have a good time and I'll give you some good pictures. So I think we're just always willing to take the risk. And I think that's kind of, sometimes it's hard for people. I feel like now more than ever with social media and how you could grow that way, it makes it so much easier and you don't have to wait for somebody. You can just do it. You can literally start a business today. And I I feel like just go for it. Just go for it. You're so inspiring. You're getting me pumped up. (laughs) I also want to know, like you're sitting here, your hair is gorgeous. I mean, naturally you're very beautiful. You like, how has your life changed? Like right now you're sitting here just like doing an interview midday. Like, do you now have like like has shit really changed dramatically for you? Um, I don't feel very different. I mean, I feel like there's more people around us because we yeah. need help to get things done the way we do. Which but, is smart because some people like won't trust or won't delegate. Right. Yeah. I've we've had to because, like you said, everything grew so fast. So we had to sort yeah. of put things in place. So that's probably the biggest thing. I feel the same. Mark and I feel the same. I, I don't know when we're just the four of us and Dixie lives on her own, but when she's here and Charlie's here, <laughs> same stuff, we crank the music, we take the yeah. mics out. My kitchen Island is an, is a stage, but we were doing that before. Like that has yeah. a stage, you know, and we're all, yeah. just, we're still parents. We're always going to be parents first. And I don't know, just in a lot of ways it's changed. Sometimes the conversation is different. Like, Oh my yeah. God, can you believe I met so-and-so or, you know, for the girls or whatever. And and just those things are different, but it feels the same. Well, when we go to events and we're like, what, how is this happening? It is, you know, yeah. it's crazy. It's like literally two years ago, we were just doing our thing. And so, yeah, it is pretty wild, but I it, it feel a lot of it feels just kind of the same. 
But it is great that you're kind of going through it together. Like I was the one person in my family that like started to do TV and you know, the rest of my family was kind of worried. They'd hear things about me through their friends, whatever. But like you guys get to be in it and enjoy it all together. Do you feel like you guys have grown? Yeah, you've gone through this like dramatic change together. <laughs> I We talk about that exact thing all the time. Like what if it would have been only one of the four of us and you know, how lonely for that person. Like, it's like as much as, as a parent or uh, a sibling, you want, you want to like, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. you. You can't relate unless you're going through it and we all get it. So that has been, that has brought us so much closer because my kids yeah. are at an age where the last thing they're doing is spending an extra amount of time with their parents. Like they're off, yeah. they're doing their thing. They're not like hanging yeah. with mom and dad, but because of what we're doing, a lot of things we do together. And so we just like, we actually kind of miss because we're also busy that time. And, um, you know, the girls mostly say, man, I, I miss just like being together. We were, we went swimming on Sunday at the house. They were both here. Like there was, it just so happened. Like Dixie wanted to swim. Like they never want to swim. I'm like, come get the pool. <laughs> we were in the pool laughing, playing games for hours. And it was like the best day ever because we never have an extended period of time. Like everybody just had the day. It was so much fun. Yeah. It was so much yeah. fun. And you, yeah, you get to experience all this stuff together. And like a lot of the times this is when kids, like I read in an article, you guys were like, oh, we were almost done with our parenting. Like we're almost done with that <laughs> section of our life. And then it's like, you're still going to be together. And I, I think it's just so fun and adorable. But um, <laughs> you must have not easily been like, I want to do a reality TV show. Because obviously like, it's hard and it's it's vulnerable why did you ultimately decide to do it well i was the last one to sign up <laughs> i mean for for the mark and the girls they were they were just like let us tell our story every time we would leave the house they were being videoed and they would take those videos and make these stories about who they thought we were and it was just so off and not Oh. you're not real and to try to like defend yourself and all of that it was just impossible and so yeah. they're like let uh, let people know us like let's let them know who we are because they don't know from these videos I mean for a long time Charlie made a ton of videos and she hadn't even smoked spoken nobody knew what her voice sounded like so she became almost like inhuman it wasn't a real human and now we can say horrible things about her so like she's a robot yeah a little dancing robot <laughs> and that's when mark started posting like old home videos and like to kind of humanize the girls and so <clears throat> i was the last one on board because i felt like if we let this happen there's no going back to people not knowing us i mean obviously not everybody's gonna know us but you know what i mean like in a bigger way of like just putting ourselves out there and there was just i just felt like there's no, there's, there's no turning that off, you know, to, yeah. to so you're kind of like, if we're in this game, I at least want people to understand a little more. And yeah. it's not like everyone's going to like, be like, Oh, I like them so much, but at least like they're yeah. getting a depiction. Know who we are exactly. So I have finally agreed. And because just because of things out on the internet of people thinking they know who we are. And I was like, I had also gotten to that point where I was like, all right, let's just do it. I'd rather, 
know that what people are seeing is real and that's just our life. And so, yeah, with the show, it's a docu-series. It's very much a documentary of our life and you see that. So do you ever get worried about like there's so much the like parent shaming. Do you ever get worried about moms judging you as a parent? Yeah, Even though clearly um, you've done pretty well up this point. <laughs> so, like society wise. Yeah, I mean, societal I, standards. I do feel, you know, I don't lose sleep over it, but it's definitely yeah. a, a possibility. I feel like, you know, people get to know us. They get, you know, I'm not much different probably than most moms. So, I mean, mm-hmm. we all care about our kids and love our kids and want them to be protected and feel safe and loved. And I, I don't think you can shame me for that. You're like, I just want to show people that like, <laughs> I'm a mom with two girls I love. <laughs> yeah, I mean, isn't that mostly what people have? But I I mean, and with that, people have said like, oh, this is gonna be so boring, which I, I can see. You just have to watch it. There's just you have to are going to be surprised. I think people are going to really see things the flip side of 15 second videos and almost like why we do it. Why do we keep doing it? And there is a dark side to it. But as parents, why would you let your kids do that? You know, we hear that. And so I think it'll be a nice way and a nice story for people to understand that yeah and i think it's fucking fascinating to anyone to see a family go to like this is a level of stardom from tiktok that's never happened before so i think you guys are incredibly interesting and incredibly relatable too which is i think why people love charlie and dixie yeah in general because they look like your your (laughs) friend next door i know i love when they work with you know new partners or whatever in the business and whether it's big companies or just people. And we always get uh, the follow-up emails and like, I can't believe how, like people, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. People have these ideas of who they are and they're just like, they're just like really good kids and really nice girls that are good partners in business and they're smart. And, you know, so I, I just, that's like my favorite thing. Cause they they work hard. I think that's another thing. People don't think they work hard. <laughs> they need to work. Well, that's ugh, that's a classic thing. Just because it's on social media, people think it's not hard. Where I mean, the pressure of once you get famous and people are expecting like every video to be the most epic thing from them and everyone judging every second, like. I'm just you should be very proud of them. Burning in hell. We love to talk about the darker sides of like of life. Do you suffer from anxiety at all? Or do you have suffer from depression at all? Because mental health and social media are pretty intertwined. You know, I was thinking about this because I had a feeling it would it would go there with this podcast. So I I, I don't know what I'm the f- youngest of four girls. I have mm. three of the most amazing sisters and two of the most amazing women cousins who were raised like my sisters in my life that are badass, the beautiful. And I feel I was a, a kind of a lot younger than my older sisters. So I feel like, why wasn't I more self-conscious or am I going to be good enough? Or can I live up to that? Because my sisters were badass, but for some reason, and I don't know how my parents did it. It was almost like, 
you were just one of them. Like I was like young. I'm like, I haven't done anything. I don't know how to do anything, but how are, how do I, 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 it was just never a thought. And I never, I just did what I did. I think we all just did what I, we, we did. We worked hard. We had good work ethic. And I, I, I started modeling when I was 18 and you know, that was 1990 and they were not afraid you walk in and they're like, mm, no, you got to get out of here. And I, I don't know why it never rocked me. Like it just mm. really didn't, it should have. Like, I feel like, I wonder if my kids would hear that now, like how they would respond. They would be upset. They would be hurt. That's harsh, you know? And I, it was just the norm back then. And, you know, you're too short, your jawline's too this, you have hair, too much hair on your arms. I don't like your, the way you walk. <laughs> and I was like, okay, like I'm but- Italian. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I just knew that I, there were things I couldn't change. I can't grow taller. Uh, trust me. I would love that, but I can't. So I'm just going to keep going until I get a job, book a job that works for me. Like it just never slowed me down. I never got down about it. So I don't know how that happened. And so I am more on the calm side. I think most anxiety comes from, for me, is when we have like people coming over and I'm like the classic running around like a nut. Oh my God, get the that, feed the dogs, we get to pick up this, put that. Mm-hmm. And my family's like, you're doing all this so we can have people over to have fun. Like you're taking all the fun out of it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's what, that makes me anxious is not having things situated because I, I like everything yeah. situated before people get there. And I'm usually like my hair is still wet. I'm not dressed. I'm like, I'll be back and let yourself in. I hate that. That gives me probably in my life the most amount of anxiety. My mom is the same way. <laughs> like she'll care so much about like, the rug being like slightly off and i'm like there's important things happening no, but no i don't know why we do i feel like overall you're very comfortable in your own skin but if you had to pick an insecurity about yourself especially now that you're in mainstream media what do you think it is i think i have a lot of insecurities i mean i feel i was i was always very shy growing up mm. until i was probably in my 20s so i kind of when i'm in a big crowd, I feel like I go back to that shy kid. And I hate that. Like, I feel like I'm wrong so much. Why am I doing that? Just talk to people like that. I don't even know why I do it. I don't know if I'm like, you know, do I think I'm going to sound stupid? Like I didn't graduate college. Am I like not going to say the right thing? Like, are these people smarter than me? I have all of those things. Also my hands, I, I always say my hands were made for pockets. wait i joke because i just got engaged and that i have nubby fingers and we have to normalize nubby fingers so thank you (laughs) i mean these long beautiful fingers that girls have in every commercial i'm like that is not realistic i know i know so i get nails to try to help but yeah it's a whole thing i love this i love this you're you're doing so well in health another fun one if you went to a psychic right now what would you want to know about your future i don't think i would want to know i like the not knowing and because i feel like you work a little bit harder whether it's on yourself or on goals or things like that i feel like if you know it takes the journey out of it the part of the that's to get you there is like the everyday stuff i don't think i'd want to know mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, we have one final game called The Seven Deadly Sins. 
Seven Deadly Sins. What are you greedy about? Okay, this might be the opposite of that, but I I am too much like, oh, no, it's fine. No, no, don't worry about it. I got it. Like, I will sacrifice just to not. You're like greedy about people pleasing? Yeah. I know Mark gets on me all the time. He's like, I will get you anything. Just tell me what it is. I'm like, well, if I had to pick one thing, like just attention. (laughs) But like not too much attention. (laughs) No, I'm the same way. Like I'm such a stupid people pleaser. But um, you're also doing so much business though and probably making some really important decisions for the girl. So are you able to put on like a business cap for those moments and be more assertive? It's it's been great because Mark and I everything that comes to us is um, we look at it was with such different eyes. But I feel like between the two of us, we cover everything. I always look at things in like as a mom, oh, and why certain things wouldn't work. And I can't even be specific right now. I can't even think of something. But like, well, if she if you need her to do that, like, when are we eating lunch? There's no, like, she's got to eat. I'm always that, like, and, you know. It's important. Yeah, and Mark's looking at a different side of it. So I would say I am very good. And the things that's come, jump out to me are glaring. And and Mm -hmm. the things that jump out to Mark, like, I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that. So we have, we're very lucky that way when we look at things differently. That is great to have like that one-two punch of perspective. Yeah. Also, how much do you monitor the girls on social media? I know that sometimes you'll occasionally tell them to take something down. Like they're pretty hard on themselves. I mean, at this point, they they're like, I think we got it. But every once in a while, I'm like, like, what's the point of that? I don't get it. That was like dumb. What- yeah, you're right. Yeah, that, I probably shouldn't have done. But it's hard it. too because they're like making trends. Yeah. Like they're like making the trend. So it's like she might do something different and weird. And then next thing you know, it's cool the next yeah. week because everyone's well, copying her. Charlie, it was like she started flipping off the camera in her videos. And I was like, <laughs> okay, you have two middle fingers. Who cares? Like, what are you doing? What's the point? She was like, I don't do anything rebellious. Let me have that. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, you did it a hundred times. Like, can we move on? Like, not even, it's boring at this point. She was like, eh, and, but she stopped doing it. That's so, so they kind of respect you like aesthetically as like the cool mom who kind of knows what's up. Um, I don't know about that, but they've always, I mean, this goes back from when, they were younger and they first got social media and they would ask us, you know, about, should I post this? And they still do that. So they'll send me something. Should I post this? Literally all the time. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's so adorable. I look at it and I'm like, okay, what am I missing? Why would she, there's some, when they asked, there's something about it that they think "Mm, they might put, they're unsure about. And so I'm like, um, what, what's, what's your question? Like, what is it about it? Cause I don't see it. And, you know, she'll tell me, be like, oh, I didn't even get that from that. She's like, okay, I'll yeah. post it. <laughs> but oh sometimes, like, when she, like, I get it. Like, it's more obvious why she's questioning our Dixie. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, she has so many eyes that are about to be on. And I'm like, you know, make one if mistake. you're questioning, then you got to, like, ask yourself why, you know. It's, it's just, like, life went from, like, less pressure to, like, everything is a lot more pressurized. Um, 
But maybe like pressure is a privilege kind of thing. Honestly, I feel like the kids, high school, middle school, that's a lot of pressure. And when they had a hundred followers, it felt the same. It's a lot. Mm. It's a Mm -hmm. lot. But, you know, being comfortable in what you post and confident, you know, I think helps and having, being able to have a place to come to Mark and I to have those conversations, I think was really good for them. Yeah. Like staying true to themselves and not just conforming to other things because they got so big and people love them for (laughs) being themselves originally. I know. Sometimes they post stuff. I'm like, (laughs) but like, I feel like if you, if you loved it all, it's like, you're a mom, you got to be rolling your eyes a little and they have to roll their eyes at you. (laughs) Okay. Next question. Who are you envious of? Okay. This is going to sound really weird. The rock. Because I want to spend that much time in the gym. Like the lifting <laughs> is my favorite thing to do on the planet. I love, you love working out. Lifting weights heavy. I love that. And I like assume because it's huge. Workouts don't get pushed off the calendar. And so I am envious of that. <laughs> so. I love that. Well, that's how you keep the bod right. And also I feel like you keep the mind right when you're in the gym, especially yeah. lifting. When I, when I work out, it's you know, not like, oh, an intentional thing, but it's just what it does for my mind is way more than what it does for my body. I mean, I like the way the results look on my body, but it's all about the mind. It's so major. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I even just, I need to just go for a walk. Like a dog needs to be walked just to get out of the house. For sure. Um, what was the last time you experienced extreme wrath or anger? Like you're Italian, right? (laughs) I'm not, but I'm uh, probably equal is I'm Cajun and I'm from Louisiana, French, Spanish. So yeah, I get it. Oh yeah. It's spicy. There's spicy things happening because I'm half Italian and I'm Sicilian. So it's probably my neighbor. (laughs) She like makes my dogs bark. She goes out and does things and like antagonizes the dogs. And it makes me so mad. (laughs) Yep. No, that's. You see, she's just like us. She has problems with annoying neighbors. Yeah, yeah. When was the last time you were a sloth? So like super lazy, did nothing all day. Oh, yeah. I think like, oh, no, no. This this was bad. This was, I don't know what. Okay, so Thursday, uh, Thursday night, I went to bed. I didn't shower and wash my hair (laughs) till Sunday. I... (laughs) had the same sweatpants I would bounce in and out of outside sweatpants on I had like blanket shorts on there uh, off sweatpants mm-hmm. off on and I'm like I'm so disgusting I think Mark was out of town I was by myself and I'm like yeah I don't even really it's gross I was like grossed out of myself I, I do just sounds like quarantine to me hair, but it was so yeah. great and I just lounged and did nothing and ate snow caps and like oh it was the best oh, hell yeah I love that. I love that so much. Ooh, this is the tough one. When was the last time you let your pride or your ego get in the way of something? Ooh. I feel like I don't sit with that stuff a lot. And I don't know mm. if I'm scared to. Because mm. I don't know. I don't know what I might come up with. No, mm-hmm. I don't. I can very much like. You're like, there's parts of your mind you shouldn't delve into. On that. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I do. I'm the fourth child. Okay. I was like queen of hand-me-downs. Like, I, You're the baby. I don't know. I, I don't feel like 
I don't like that in other people when people have an ego and like here I am. Yeah. So I'm almost like want to go so far the other way just to like show you like I'm just not like that. Like I really, really, let me just say when Mark and I started dating, he was like, he was joke and say, you got to go to Louisiana and find a wife because they are the nicest, hottest, <laughs> they drink beer out of a can and go to Walmart. Like, we're not talking Tiffany's and, you know, no. and but, no. like joking, but like just really, like really, truly happy with very little. Like, I just mm. like my family, my dogs, like chilling out. I don't need a lot of stuff to feel good. Like, I don't know. I love that so much. But I also feel like now now that you're in this this life where you guys have all these other options keeping that perspective i think is going to be really beneficial to you guys yeah and it's almost like um the more people we meet we're meeting people that aren't like that and it almost reminds us like oh yeah let's just stay like we are <laughs> this is a good yeah and you and you'll always have each other and be able to trust each oh, other totally. um final question because you have lived many different eventful incredible things in your life ups and downs what advice would you give to the listeners on what to do when they're in hell how to cope with their hell when things are going tough how do you get out of it i feel like reminding yourself that whatever you're feeling is not going to last forever because i feel like when you're in that it feels like it's never going to end and i know for as a mom with my kids it's like sometimes i just I just need to get them through that moment, whatever that is, like, just make them feel good, lay with them, leave them alone, get them ice cream, bring the dogs in, whatever it is that, you know, maybe not be the best from a parenting standpoint. Oh, we're, you know, we're going to prove a point and we're going to do this and this and this. Sometimes you just got to make it soft, a soft landing for them and like get them through the moment. So because once you get through that moment, you have a little more perspective. And then yeah. and then I and then I try to like remember after the moment that's really hard. Like I did that. I made it through and I realized like that's going to happen again. And I'm going to get through that, too, even in the hard times. Like it's not going to stay like that forever. I think that's so hard when you're in the middle of it. Like this isn't going to last forever. It's going to get better. That's hard. Yeah, you have to remind yourself that. And write it down, oh my put God. it everywhere, remind yourself, say it a million times, because it does get better. Oh, Heidi, you are so refreshing. Like, it's stupid to be like you're down to earth, but like you really are. And I know that this like crazy family fame is so new to you, but I just am so excited to see all the stuff your family's going to do to entertain the world. And where can people follow you, watch you, listen to you? Can you give me the info? Yes. Yeah, so uh, you can follow me on all my socials at Heidi D'Amelio. Um, Mark and my podcast is Mark and Heidi, the other D'Amelios. And our Hulu show comes out on Hulu, of course, on September 3rd. So stay oh tuned God. for that. That is so exciting. And finally, if there's anything you want people to take and know about the D'Amelio fam, what would you say? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> I just 
like we just like to have fun like we're actually I'm the least funny in the group, but I have a really, <laughs> really funny family and they can't be funny online because people don't get sarcasm. And I wish we would normalize sarcasm again. Not bullying, not being mean, being like, we're also- You are preaching family. to the choir, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we are a family. We are going to kill on each other. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. So we just gotta, mm-hmm. just gotta let it do that sometimes. <laughs> Wait, I totally get you. Cause I, I was like, you know, pressing trying to feel it out but I realized like just because you guys are doing dance moves and just because you know there's dating rumors or music videos at the end of the day you guys have a great sense of humor and that's what helps you get through stuff so I'm excited for this Hulu doc I'm gonna watch all of it and thank you so much for your time I know you're so freaking busy and I can't wait to see you guys take over the world this was fun thank you so much for having me and I'm gonna come back on after the show comes out we'll do it again and then you can like dig deep and see what you find yes I'm like so so how did that happen why did that happen should we be mad at mark are we not mad at mark uh, <laughs> t mark um <laughs> okay heidi i'll let you go thanks so much for coming to hell and thank i'll talk you to you later so much bye bye thank you <laughs>